I never grew up with educators that look like myself. So I feel like, honestly, like we are that new wave that make being wise, being smart, being educated cool, right? Wisdom is is a powerful tool, but oftentimes we might neglect it because of who it's coming from, you feel me? But if we can chop it up with a young buck and really implant a seed, man, like that's, it's more than just education at that point, you know what I'm saying? What's going on, beautiful people? This is the Let's Grow Together podcast, where diverse individuals and communities come together to serve, connect, and grow in areas that they're most passionate about. What's good, brother Marcus? How you doing today? I'm superb, man. No complaints at all. Been a phenomenal weekend coming off still, you know, rolling with the momentum. I was actually able to go back home to Asheville, North Carolina. We actually did a book back drive for the community. Me and my dog from back home, man, like, it's, it was just a crazy 360 because my dog was really like in it. You know what I'm saying? He was he was a lot of people. Uh, well, he was somebody a lot of people counted out. So for him to, you know, have the initiative, have the vision and me to be able to support him, man, it was it was a beautiful thing. And I'm beyond blessed and appreciative. So definitely still rolling off that, man, uh, coming into a few different things we have uh, in the pipeline, some interest meeting for the mentor group. So ready to expand and build, man. So that that's why I'm how about yourself? Good brother. Man, I'm blessed, man. It's funny. Uh, I, you know, I don't know if you know, but I rent my, one of my cars out on Turo, and uh, one of the guys they actually are they they're in North Carolina right now. I think they're near like Moorhead City. They were telling okay. me like uh, they were going to the beach. The guy was like, "Hey, did you want me to leave you a souvenir in the car?" I'm like, "Nah, it's all good, bro." But uh, but man, so it's been man, I've been doing really good, man. Had a dope meeting with the with the guys today. Um, we pretty much just set up our next two programs because we just got a grant recently um what we're gonna do yeah man appreciate it we're gonna do a a virtual program and then we're gonna do an in-person program and we were just kind of like talking through the logistics to see how that would work um and then me and chuck we were talking about you know this other kind of um we got something else going on that we're trying to build so so we just had a dope conversation about that man but all in all, man, I'm blessed, man. I like how you said superb, because as you know, as a man think of, so is he. So I love that. <laughs> but uh, tell me, tell me a little bit more about the the backpack drive, because I did catch it on your your Instagram story. But like, tell me yeah, a little bit yeah. about that. Definitely. So uh, again, just one of the local hoods that that we grew up in was very impactful. My pops worked there. I worked there. You know what I'm saying? Seen, seen a lot, a lot of stuff in this rec center. Met a lot of kids and really made an impact. And that was really like the. For me personally, like the foundation of mentorship, you know what I'm saying? And really seeing the impact and really being able to build from there and take it with me. But we were able to work, uh, uh, again, partner with a local rec center. Um, so we had what? We had the DJ. We had the little Duncan pit. We had the bouncy houses. We was on the grill, you know what I'm saying? The kids at the playground. It was, again, really just good vibes, man. Kids from all over, the extremely diverse background came on out. Um, they were able to get some gift cards and uh, some school supplies in preparation for the school year, man. So, again, it was it was it was beautiful, man. And for it to be like in the rec center, I worked in some of the kids. When I saw one of the kids, she was what damn near eight nine when I worked with her. Now she about eighteen. You know what I'm saying? Like it's crazy. Oh, man, just seeing the growth, man. It was it was beautiful. So yeah, man. That's that's that was the way this weekend. Oh man, that's that's lit, man. I'm 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 excited for you know more things to come. Cause I saw, like I said, I got a little snippet of it on your on your timeline, and I was like, man, it's they really doing some dope stuff down there in North Carolina. So so kudos to you, bro. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. Nah, but let's hop into it, man. I think we have a phenomenal conversation today, and I know it's something that's really big and near near and dear to us. We both obviously have the mentor and the give back spirit, but 
I, I'm a huge believer in we have to attribute it to someone. We saw it early in our life. Somehow it got embedded within us. And just in conversations, man, I realized our grandfathers were beyond instrumental for that. So, yeah, man, if you don't mind, just w- walk me through, you know, some of the things your grandfather was really able to embed in you and kind of those, er- that, those early stage pillars. Yeah, man. For me, like, I can't really tell the, like, my grandfather's story without kind of telling my story, too, as well. So, basically, when I was born, I was actually born into a family of drug abusers. So, my mom and dad, they abused, you know, drugs back in the 90s, the early 90s. So, a lot of us are familiar with the, the crack epidemic. So, I was a direct kind of, not descendant, because I don't like, I don't want to say it that way, but I was impacted by it. And, basically, a couple days after I was born... Uh, the doctor called my grandmother and grandfather pretty much saying like, hey, someone needs to come get this kid because his mother was high and we don't want to release him to her. And so from that day, you know, my grandmother and grandfather said, hey, let's go get my my grandson. And it, the rest is kind of history. Like my grandfather was the, the the one that would literally rock me to sleep because I was dealing with withdrawals. Like I was crying crazy. And he was the one that was just constantly like, look, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just to get me to go to sleep. And so, you know, a couple of years after that, I ended up getting back with my mother. But let's fast forward eight or nine years after that. Um, I moved at least 14 times by the time I was in fifth grade. So, you know, we talked offline and I told you, like, when I was 11, I ended up running away, but really didn't run away. I pretty much just went back home to where I felt comfortable. And for my grandfather, he was the one that provided me with a routine, the stability. He was the one that um gave me the work ethic that I have now because it wasn't just like I was going to come here and live for free even at 11 years old like there were chores that needed to be done I didn't have that type of structure prior and so I remember you know the first couple days that I was there he's like hey wash the dishes and I'm like I don't know how I don't know how trying to, you know what I mean trying to get away with it and he was like oh that's no problem I'll show you and so at a very early age he taught me that you have to work in order to eat like you you just can't get any free rides and so um something very impactful about my grandfather is that he didn't make it past the third grade but he was one of the most wisest men that I knew and he was the person that introduced me to what a life of service is like because no matter who you know all the folks in the neighborhood they came to him for you know advice they came to him for you know if they needed a couple dollars if they needed some clothes like this guy would literally give you the shirt off his back if he had to and he saw that you needed it. That's the type of guy he was. And ironically, like he knew that I would do great things before I did. And so for me, I always said that like, man, I had to go to school. I had to get good grades because of him, because he sacrificed so much for me. Cause I wasn't even the craziest part. Like I'm not even his biological grandson. Like I'm just his grandson through the marriage of my, my actual grandmother. And so for him to be willing to sacrifice for me to give me clothes, to give me, you know, food and things of that nature. And then to show me what it's like to be a, a man. And I'm talking about my grandfather was six, three, about two, two thirty, two forty. So big, man, you know what I'm saying? Big man, really authoritative. And so like, you know, I hear stories from his, like his granddaughters and stuff like, man, when he came in, he spoke with, with an authority that everybody listened to. And then he had such a kind heart, man. So uh, some of the things that I got from him, man, was being a person of service. And everything that you do and doing more than you're paid to do because at the end of the day that is how you're gonna write your own ticket in this world because not a lot of people are going to extra mile mm-hmm. 
that's a huge uh, a universal law that he instilled into you at a very, very young age that a lot of people don't get until they read and they're able to really tap into that. That's huge. But what 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 I got got he almost really sounds kind of like the, the the rock, you know what I'm saying? I almost imagine the tree, like the trunk, just the solid, but being able to impact and kind of still reach out from a branch perspective and, and kind of help service other man. So would you say you really got that 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 discipline from him as well, too? Kind of that that foundation you have? For sure, man, foundation. That was the exact word I was gonna use. Like he provided me with a foundation. He also provided me with stability, a routine. Like this guy, man, he had coffee and breakfast every morning. I, I wasn't used to that. Like I wasn't used to getting up and doing certain things. So for sure, it was it was a foundation and providing me with that stability for for sure. That's huge. Now, did he impact you in any shape or form, like when it came to college? I heard you mention college and kind of kind of pushing the education piece. Tell me about that, man, because. <laughs> it's kind of funny because like I grew up as the golden child like for some reason like everybody <laughs> in my family just was like man he's gonna make it I don't know what he's gonna do but he he got something and my grandfather like you know me and one of my first cousins like he's an only child so like he was kind of coddled you know what I mean got everything that he ever asked for and there's nothing wrong with that but when you you get of age and it's like you just kind of expect the world to give you things it, it just doesn't work like that and he knew that I was willing to grind for whatever it is that I, I I wanted or that I needed and so when it came to college like I worked so many like odd jobs to pay for my tuition because I had some uh scholarships but I didn't have a full ride by any stretch of the imagination and so I didn't want to reach back and always ask my grandfather for money but the thing that that stayed with me was like man, I want to graduate for him. Like he didn't have the opportunity to continue his education, even though he would have liked to, because he had to go back and take care of his family. And he did that when he was in third grade, he decided to leave school so that he can go work. And uh, he was from Mississippi. So he was working on the farm. He was working in, in the field to make sure that, you know, he could provide for, for his family. And he's the oldest of 10 siblings. So mm. of course, like he was kind of like the, the father away from, you know, his father. And so for me, I'm like, not only am I going to go to college, I'm going to excel because like I got not necessarily he's dependent on me, but he's expecting so much of me that I have to make this happen. Mm. Hey, sometimes those expectations can can be great, man. And other times it can be detrimental, you know, having, having to live up to those. And that's something we definitely talked about. But nah, man, I, he sounds like a beyond honorable man, man. So, again, just kudos to him. And I've definitely seen, you know, the his work ethic being passed on to you, man, through our conversation and engagement. So, Nah, I, I I love to hear that. I love to hear that. So I, I know we're, we're going to kind of kind of go back and forth, man. So as far as uh, my grandfather as well, very, very honorable, very, very, really uh, outstanding in, in, in every regard, man. Uh, and again, he was one of the first black principals in, in the city that I'm from. So and I'm from a very predominantly white, you know, what I'm saying society. So it was huge to me in, in seeing that. And again, he was very well connected. He was a man of alpha. Uh, which I ended up, you know, un, unknowingly even following his path in, in regards to that, man, find out his land name. And he went to uh, 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 Black uh, HBCU in Charlotte, North Carolina, man, ended up going down there for an event and didn't even realize he, he went to school there until my mom told me. I'm like, yeah, I was just there. So, like, it's, uh, it was crazy how so much stuff was connected. And, um, again, definitely just from my perspective, I could say my, my grandfather definitely just impacted me and showing me what a man is right he was again that prime definition for me 
I recall numerous times being a young man, man, walk, walking in, seeing him behind his, t his TV, digging, doing some with tools, but blood all over his hands. And I'm like, yo, you all right? Like, y'all, yeah. y'all, y'all don't see this man. And he like, I'm good, <laughs> sit down. You know what I'm saying? And like, to me, that, that was, that was just huge. And we talked briefly about my, my, my father, my father wasn't the predominant father or the, the traditional father in the house and the fact that he wasn't the breadwinner, right? My grandfather was. So again, it was, it was, it was really seeing kind of polar opposites to an extent, but again, I'm, I'm glad for the upbringing of both of them played a, a vital role in my life. But when I think about the pillars, the testimony, the, the drive, the goals, the objectives, it was seeing my grandfather and knowing again, that I had that same blood in my veins. So really inspired me. So I, I can definitely relate to your story. Man, it's dope. It's it's super dope because like I hear what you like what you say about your grandfather, and it just reminded me of something else with my grandfather. This man was super, like man, he was man, he could do anything. I feel like like this man could fix cars. This man could could put towel down in your in your house. Like the man could do anything. And it's crazy to me that like he didn't have that much of an education traditionally, but like this man literally knew how to. Man, like it's just, it's just crazy because I heard you when you said like him having the bloody hands and just making it do what it do. Like I remember when I was in college <laughs> and him being such a servant that he is, one of his one of his uh granddaughters like needed a place to stay. And unfortunately, he gave them my room. <laughs> so I ended up <laughs> yeah, bro, like gave gave one of my cousins my room while I was at college because I, I don't know if he thought I wasn't coming back or what, but I wasn't <laughs> mad at him because this is always who he was. So he gave her, you know, the room. But what he did was he was like, man, we got a space in the basement. We could pretty much make this into your room. So going back to my point where he would be able to lay towel, like he literally showed me how to lay towel. Like, I'm not going to lie and say it was like a professional job when I, because I did it. You know, he was a little older at this time. So I'm doing my thing, but I was able to create a whole bedroom in this space in the basement just because of the knowledge that he had. So like, and my, my grandfather was one of those folks by any means, like he going to get it. Like he's going to do what he got to do to, you know, for his family. So, but man, yo, yo, I want to highlight that though, bro. Yeah. The, yeah. the, the huge and the vital piece here, man, is he's giving, he was providing you a keto. You know what I'm saying? And unlocking things in which you just weren't familiar with. And again, that's, that's a vital component of just being able, uh, 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 again, to, to network, to collaborate, to always yeah. see opportunity in, in regardless of the struggle, man. And that's one thing I just, I'm sitting here cheesing and just knowing that the, the black excellence in which we come from. But again, every everybody, you know what I'm saying, does to an extent. Now, for you, just being, you know, the the, the black black man in which you are today, how do you feel he helped you from like a networking perspective, right? Is that something he ever kind of dived, dived into with you? Not, not directly, but I, I feel like watching him, I understood the importance of networking. Like he was, he was a, a guy fearing church goer. So like he would be the type of person, like all of the church, like, man, <laughs> I laugh because I, like, I just started thinking about different, different uh, folks that would like call him and just literally talking to him, asking him for advice. And I'm like, why, why don't she call somebody else? Like, why are you out? Cause he was always on the phone giving advice. And it was so crazy because we talked offline and I said, like, he would say things that like, didn't make sense to me. Like I did, I just didn't understand it because it was just how he talked. But like when I see the people that were conversing with, he was like, man, you gave me that word last night and, and it got me through this struggle, whether it was something with their marriage, whether it was something financially, whether it was something dealing with their kids, because my grandfather, he raised three different generations of kids. But to the point about networking, like I don't think directly like he told me, the, he taught me, excuse me, the, the importance of networking. But I know that 
he instilled in me this understanding that like you are going to get farther with people than you would by yourself. Because when I went to college, I remember the first time I brought my best friend back home with me. He was the, he's this white dude from West Bend, Wisconsin. And uh, initially, you know, my grandfather's from the South. So he joked with me like, yes, like that white dude. I'm like, yeah, you're white. Like, what, what you mean? Like, don't you see his skin? Like, he's like, like, like he like white, white, like, where is he from? So I started explaining to my grandfather where he was from. And at that moment, he kind of like, he didn't say anything, but it's how he looked at me. And he was just kind of like, this, this brother going to be all right. Because he knew the type of people that I was hanging with before college. <laughs> and from his perspective, I would have never gone this way and start hanging with a more diverse, excuse me, diverse group of friends. And so for him to see that, and like I said, he never said it, but just the way that he, bro, when I graduated from college and he saw like some of the pictures, he was like, bro, like I, that's you like you hung with them like he was so excited to see that I was hanging with so many diverse people so uh so kind of indirectly he he taught me the importance of networking but I wouldn't say directly that it was like one of those things that he just kind of said hey this is what you need to do to get to the next level because again he he didn't necessarily go through the traditional school and he did a lot of things on his own so I guess like his networking came from working um, this is actually, matter of fact, this is his his ring that I have on my 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 chain, which is a 25 year uh, I forget it's like 25 year commitment to working at a specific company. So more than anything, like the work ethic side is what I really got from him, and then the service side is what I got from him. But what about you, man? I know the Jenkins name was um, you know, a a, a large name to live up to with all the stuff that your grandfather did in the community. Did he teach you? about the importance of networking and, and, and going the extra mile or, you know, what, what, what are some of those things you learned from your grandfather? So, so Eddington is actually my, my mother's maiden name, which was my, my grandfather's uh, daughter. And then you got Jenkins uh, again, which is my, my father's side. So gotcha. the, the collaboration between the two. Um, but it's, but as far as, uh, yeah, the, the, the different fundamental components, man, it, it was a lot. And to your point, living up to that name, I, I often joke with it, but I remember there would be certain times, um, for instance, uh, there was a project in which I was working with in like middle school, man, up at like two in the morning working on a project. I'm like, I'm over this. I'm like, I don't, I don't care. It's not that serious. Why am I, you know what I'm saying? And education was so big. Again, my grandfather being first black principal, my grandma was a, was a social teacher. My mom was, a, you know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was just within me. And again, I remember there was a, a, a time where I was trying to, uh, writing pen and I messed up again. This is like two in the morning. I'm like, I'm half sleep. My leave me alone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I try to scribble it out, and she just basically balled it up and threw it away. And she's like, You aren't gonna have stuff. Like if you're gonna do it, you're gonna do it right. And again, that's something that always stuck with me. So the educational component was probably one of the biggest things. My mom always told me, uh, just from a generational perspective, you should always go further than the last generation, right? And she said, I went to school, so it's a must. <laughs> it's almost a must that you do, you know, years, years later. So, yeah, going to HBCU, man, being being with my people and really allowing myself to, to network and collaborate definitely was a huge tribute to my grandfather. Again, he was kind of the man in town. You know what I'm saying? It, it, was, it was never a situation where I mentioned his name and they were like, who? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> even even just being at friends' houses, man, my my – his parents asking who my people was. I say his name. They pulling out a, a, a plate and a chair. Like, you good. What, what, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. it was really, again, that, that name holding weight, but also just opening doors for me and having people like, oh, that's your people? I got you. What you need? 
know what I'm saying? And realizing that generations later, I'm still being impacted by work that was done by somebody else. That's that just when I when it really clicked, it was like that eureka moment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and realizing again that I have the ability to do the same for future generations. I mean, having my daughter and realizing that the the youth that I'm impacting today are going to be the parents of the youth tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, there is a correlation. So yeah, man, definitely. But kudos kudos to to, to grandpa's man. He was super sure. Man, when we opened it up, you mentioned like the importance of mentoring or mentors. Like the the literal definition of it is an experienced and tr experienced and trusted advisor. So like when you really think about it at its root, like being a mentor or being there for someone is just because you have the experience that you're sharing with them so that they may not make the same mistakes that we made on our journey. So I think that's super dope, man. Even, you know, with our grandfathers being like, maybe not looking at them as mentors, but like just, just being role models for us. But like, talk about like, I want to nice. chime in. You already. I want to chime in, bro, because you 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 said something that they got me rolling anyway. Oh, that, go ahead, bro. That, go ahead, bro. The, the, the thing is, in which we're both in alignment with, and again, young black men in general are in alignment with, is the method in which it comes out. You know what I'm saying? Again, because even with the with the intro, you know what I'm saying? It's it's based on how it's delivered and who it's delivered by. And the fact that they were so likable in our eyes, they were, you know, so so uh, prestige, the fact that they were those role models in which naturally we just gravitated to, you know what I'm saying? They yeah. were they were likable men. Everything they said, we really clung on to. And I'm, man, I, I was doing a lot of reminiscing going back home to Asheville, man. I was just thinking, like, I wish I would have sat down with them more and really picked his brain. You know what I'm yeah. saying? He passed away when I was in, in, uh, in high school. But... For me, it was like I was still old enough to grasp some of that, but I wish I would have yeah. really sought it out more. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, again, to say that, man, it was, it's the delivery. It's that relatability. It's that it's that the fact that we generally gravitate towards them. We're able to receive because, again, who to say an uncle, your, uh, a parent or a teacher ain't tell you the same thing. It would just it wouldn't deliver the right. Yeah. Way. And <laughs> it wouldn't sell. <laughs> yeah. And there's this saying where it's like, man, a, a person isn't ready to receive the message until they're ready to receive a message. So like no matter who's telling you a particular piece of advice, like if you're not ready to receive it, it's just like it's just going to fall on deaf ears. But I, I really share that same sentiment with my grandfather. Like he passed away in 2018 and I had graduated college already. And I regret not being able to really sit down with him and, and really ask him like, like specific questions, bro, especially what just happened in 2020 during the pandemic with like all the civil uprise in different communities with the, the police brutality and, you know, folks protesting. Like, I really wish that I had the opportunity to ask him, what was it like when Martin Luther King and them was marching in the streets? Mm. Like, you know, my grandfather was born in 1931. So he was like, he was born two or well, three years after the Great Depression. How was, you know, you might have been a, a kid, but what was that like? You know what I'm saying? Like, I really wish that I got to, to really ask those type of questions because like now it's like, man, I had a literally a history book living with me. You know what I'm saying? And like, I missed the opportunity to kind of dive into that stuff. So I really share that sentiment for sure, bro. Yeah, nah, you're beyond right. I, I found myself really just picking my mama's brain learning learning different things you know she every now and then she might find an old picture and send it over and it just i don't know i i think from uh just from black history standpoint i think we know the traditional history which yeah. isn't always positive 
But when it comes to that, you know what I'm saying? The 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 oracle knowledge be, being passed on, like we we sleep on that, man. Especially yeah. these current generations too. Like, and again, we were them, so in reflecting, we did too. But now yeah. that we're at that stage and in, in those pivotal moments where, where we're experiencing life as well, man, seeking out that that mentor is beyond worthwhile. Now, let me ask you this. Now let's let's pivot. So we know grandfather is definitely the, the GOAT, you know what I'm saying? It really sets the standard. But but now for you again, just be, and how how old are you again, brother? Twenty seven. Twenty seven. I'm twenty six, right? Young young black men still, right? Um, how do you go about finding and identifying mentors, and do your grandfather's pillars kind of still hold true in identifying that mentor? Man, for sure. And and, and it's funny at twenty seven, I look at mentors very different than I did when I was at you know sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, right? So I believe that you can have physical mentors, mentors that like you actually can touch and feel and go visit, right? But then I also believe in spiritual mentors as well as mentors that you tap into through their books and their their podcasts and their content. So for me, man, when they wanna when I went about searching out these mentors early on, like I always knew that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. Um, I didn't. It's funny. I, I was talking to Cody the other day. And like when I was telling them, is I, mean, I didn't know what I, I didn't know it was called entrepreneurship. I just knew I, I wanted to own a business. And and when I used to think about what that business would look like, I thought about like Coach Carter, where he had that like little uh, athletic apparel store on the corner where folks could come get their gear. You know what I'm saying? That's what I thought as a high school student. And so one of my very first mentors, his name is Winfred Walker. He's a State Farm agent on the South Side of Chicago, and I was blessed to be a part of this program, which was the work what is it work exploration and career something program it was WESEP. i just know that the, the acronym is WESEP. <laughs> and uh basically they placed me with this mentor because they knew that i wanted to be an entrepreneur and so i was able to literally see how he ran and operated his business while also getting paid to do so but this is why i think that mentors are super important because i was a, a dumb reckless kid at this time doing a lot of things that i shouldn't have been doing and I ended up stealing something from his business. Um, it, it probably was something stupid, like some candy, some something, bro. It was something real stupid. And he fired me. Like, he was super upset about it. He was super upset about it. He fired me. But the dope part about this, this partnership that me and him had or this relationship that me and him had, he didn't tell my program instructor that he fired me. He just kind of said, hey, you know, um, I just needed to go in a different direction because I didn't have the budget for it or what have you. And so... We just we kind of fell off, right? Uh, a couple years later, man, he he reached out to me and was like, "Man, you know how you doing? You know checking in." I mean, and I did him wrong, you know what I'm saying? And I did him wrong. But this way it goes back to being that experienced, experienced and trusted advisor. You know, he knew that I didn't steal just because I was bad. I was stealing as a result of of something that I didn't have, and he he realized that. So of course he he continued to pour into me, and so after that experience. I'm like, man, like this guy's still rocking with me. And I and I stole from him. Like, and that bro, that changed my mind because I'm like, I came from a community in the background where it's like, man, you do somebody dirty, they not messing with you. Like it's over. <laughs> with, you know what I'm saying? And so to see that he was still rocking with me, I was like, man, that's crazy. So man, me and him, we still tight to this day. We've been, you know, known each other for about 10 years now. Like, I'm talking about. He calls me his surrogate son, like a son, you know what I'm saying? Like, like we so locked in, it don't make no sense. Like, bro, because of him, um, he the one that took me to college. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have like my grandfather was old, so like he couldn't drive me 
from Chicago to Valparaiso, Indiana. Like it just wasn't going to happen. He was too old. Um, but my, my mentor, you know, I hit him up, man. He brought me there. Like it was a couple of times, man, that I was short on tuition. I hit him up. He, he gave it to me. But then as a mentor should, he gave me some advice. Like, don't think this is going to happen every semester. <laughs> you got to figure something out, whether it's get you some additional student loans, whether you got to, you know, work a couple extra jobs, whatever you got to do, you got to figure it out. Like I got, you know, respectfully, I got my own kids, my wife, you know what I'm saying? A household, you know, a business that I got to take care of. I can't just be giving, you know, random thousands of dollars, you know, for these, you know, you, you know, for your tuition. And I respected him because he was real about it. It wasn't like he just said, no, I can't do it no more. He actually sat me down and explained to me, like, I got my own responsibilities. You know, you growing into be a nice young man, you need to take care of yourself. So when I looked for mentors, um, like I said, physical, spiritual, and then some that, you know, you could read, you know, tap into the books and their knowledge and, and, and kind of tap into their information. But when I was looking for those mentors, I was looking for people that were similar to me, that had a similar experience than me, um, and that can help me elevate to get where I was trying to go. What about you, brother? We're not going to just talk over that. We're going, we're going to run that back. I like that. Man. I like that. <laughs> the, the spiritual component, never really thought about. I, I, I like how you did that, man. That's something I'm going to definitely take note. That was a gem right there, man. And just realizing that they are still with you. They're still influencing you. And, and, and taking note of that, I think, is the biggest thing. Um, oftentimes, I find myself just reflecting on my ancestors. It's yeah. like the second that I want to start complaining, like some of me be like, bro, shut up. Like, <laughs> for real, like this, yeah. <laughs> this ain't even nothing. So I guess in a nutshell, I do have this spiritual element, but I, I like I like that. that. That is really different. I've never thought of it from that perspective. But you mentioned the forgiveness, uh, the realness, um, as well as just the transparency as well, man. Him forgiving you for, you know, taking that, but also realizing it wasn't from a from a very negative standpoint, right? It wasn't from you trying to be combative or attack him in any shape or form. There was a reason that he understood the why. That's huge, right? The realness yeah. in him telling you that, hey, I can't I can't always help you, right? I got but also the transparency to give you the game to walk you through it, man. That that is is a, a prime time mentor, man. And I how old were you at that point in time when when he was really kind of pointing into you? Man, I probably fit. I was 15 because I had a worker's permit. I was I couldn't even really work. You know what I'm saying? I had the little piece of paper that was like, hey, as long as your parents agree, you could work. So it was very early on uh, that I was tapped in with him. But something that he also he always used to say to me is like, like, man, like, I love you, but I'm not going to enable you. Like, that was something that he used to always tell me, like, even when I was bro, like. This is I think mentors are so important because like they they see something in you a lot of times that you don't see in yourself and he was constantly telling me like man you better than this like like i know you could do better than this like i know you you got more in you than this like and it's this quote from les brown it's like believing in someone else's belief in you and like at the time i just i just wasn't seeing it i was just like man forget what you're talking about i just got to do it this way i got to get it by any means you know even if i got to take it from you you know what i'm saying like just just real reckless and uh but he never gave up on me. So like you said, man, the forgiveness, the the realness, like he wasn't going to coddle me. And then just being there, being super transparent. Like, I think that's, man, You like if you find mentors that do that for you, like, man, lock Can't in. Lose. Yeah, lock <laughs> in. <laughs> nah, and I, I can definitely relate, man. I, I always get a get, get, get price to my, my OG is uh, Mr. Jeff May. He's actually was the development coordinator of Cumberland County Schools, and he was able to plug me in to actually help me create my mentoring component with Roots. Well, literally, man, I I got to go in the school with him, sit down, talk with the kids, literally like live 
live a, almost a semester in his life, man, and just see the impact. But it was the stuff even outside of that, man. I got to see him when he was in front of people and spoke, but he also let his guard down and showed me, you know, when I'm at the crib, when I'm cooling, when I'm, you know what I'm saying? And and to really show me the the holistic picture, man, was so big for me because, again, I think uh, where I come from, coach listen is just huge, right? <laughs> again, being in a predominantly white society, like, there's Marcus and there's Stanley, right? I can only show Stanley in specific settings. I can show Marcus in other settings, right? And that was one thing that was near and dear to me. But to be able to see him balance and toggle in every realm of life and then, again, him really give me game and show me firsthand, it did so much for me, man. And I, I will forever be uh, in debt to him. But, but he really taught me to just pay it forward, man. I remember I was real big on just fashion, right? Man, I didn't really learn how to tie a tie until I got to college. But when I crossed Alpha, it was like, yo, like, you going to wear a top. So I was like, cool. Like, let's get with it. We're we going to learn yeah, yeah. and kind of push you forward. <laughs> but I remember, man, I used to – I had a passion for Paisley. Anything Paisley, I love with a passion, right? And he he had this this super fire Paisley tie. And I was like, yo, like, I really like that tie. <laughs> and I remember at the end of the session, like, uh, he came up to me. and He had a, a bag. It was like a, a book and a tie. And he handed it to me. He was like, it's yours. And, but at the moment, he didn't let me know that it was a tie, but I realized he didn't have it. And I'm just like, okay. But the fact that, you know, literally he would take take the almost the shoe off his foot, you know what I'm saying, provided yeah. you to go forward. Like, that was that was so big. And I literally just gave that tie away to my mentee. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was, mm. it's, it's that in which he taught me. And now that I'm able to, I'm almost like a, the figure that he was for me, but my college students and mentor. And he's still on the board, you know what I'm saying? He's still giving me game. He's still walking me through. And he's still providing that hand-holding experience. But, yeah, it's more than one to let you slip and fall. Come back. Cool. Let's talk about it. What, what really happened? How do you progress? And, yeah. man, I just, again, man, coming from where I'm coming from, and, again, besides, like, my grandfather, it was it was unique for another man to almost adopt you and show you that love and that compassion and not know you thoroughly, you know what I'm saying, yeah. and work to build that relationship. So, again, for for me, that just that's I, I can't get that man props enough. But it was again the transparency, putting your cards on the table, let me analyze them, and then compare and contrast. Um, he has always been real big on compare and contrast, and not contrast yourself to to others, but internally compare and contrast. Did you make the best move? What what could you have done better? And feedback. I ain't nobody got my butt like Brad ever. Like, <laughs> Brad used to get me right, man. I, I was thinking I was doing something or I was thinking uh, I was doing everything properly. And he's like, did you spell check? You know what I'm saying? Did you? Things of this nature. I'm like, damn, I, yeah. I thought I had it, but I didn't. And again, he was one to give me my flowers, but give your flowers in the same sentence as give you constructive feedback. Yeah. <laughs> and that was just huge to me, man. So, yeah, cool. kudos to my dog. I always got to give him his. And uh, that's dope, man. It's funny because when you was talking, you mentioned like the Paisley, like you, you like anything Paisley. Like <laughs> I had this particular Paisley tie and one of my other mentors from college, like he hated Paisley. He was like, man, anything Paisley, I hate it. So of course I got the little <laughs> joint on. I'm thinking I'm fly. He, he, he came pretty much kind of coming down to me about my tie. So I, as you were saying, I just remember my boy Byron saying that to me. Uh, and it's funny though, because even, even this guy, Byron Martin, like this was my mentor when I was in college. And, uh, like this guy, like he kind of connected me with like a different side of like college. Like, cause you know, I talked a little bit about working different jobs and, and things of that nature, but like, he was the one that showed me about the, like being an activist or speaking, your, you know, speaking up for different, 
um, groups, you know, like being being a man with a voice, like, cause it's a it's difference with, between being like a man and being to yourself and just being like, all right, I got to figure it out. But like, he was like, how could you like you similarly, similar to what you said, like reaching back and helping somebody else. And uh, I just thought about Byron. Cause like, I didn't have a suit. I had, well, I had the suit when I graduated from eighth grade, but like by the time I was in college, I had lost a lot of weight, you know what I'm saying? So the suit was fat now, you know what I'm saying? But I remember him telling me like, man, we, they got this deal at KMG, man, you could get, three suits for the price of one type vibe. And I'm like, what? Like, that's crazy. And me in my head, like my awareness was so shot. I'm thinking you got to pay five, $600 for a suit, a nice one, right? He was like, man, boy, I paid like $200, got three, I'm talking about three tailored suits. You know what I'm saying? And he paid half of the price. And I was not anticipating that. It's similar like when you said he gave you the tie. Like, I just was thinking like, oh man, you just going to take me here, get me to pick out some suits. I'm going to pay for them. I'm going to be gone. He was like, no, nah, like I got you, man. This and this is as a freshman, sophomore, but now I'm like, I, oh, Angela, I, I, I kind of beat you out. Well, I knew how to tie a tie by the time I got to college, but like, <laughs> but I didn't have any suits to rock the ties with. So I would have a couple button ups and I had a little ties and stuff, stuff like that. But it just made me think about like, like, bro, mentors are so dope, man. Like in any, any area of life like that you're at, like, or any stage of life, I should say, like, they're so dope, man, because they fill in the gaps for the things that you need when you don't know you need them. Because who would have known like him buying me those three suits would set me up to like be going to different job interviews after I graduated? Because I was thinking back like, man, if I never went to go get this suit, like what would I be wearing to these job interviews? Like I would have been so ill prepared. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I wouldn't even have been ready the way that I thought I, I was. And so it's just super dope, man. Um, well, from, a, from a recipient standpoint of mentorship, man, it's, it's so vital. Like, I don't know if you, You've talked to Brett since then, man, but just reaching out and saying you appreciate because, again, just from being a mentor, and I know you can relate, oftentimes you do so much pouring into, but you don't often get poured back into. And that's yeah. when things get draining and it becomes very tedious. But, again, I'm, I was just thinking as you're talking, man, like I haven't told my frat brother who, bought, who helped me buy my first shoe. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. And I was with him a couple of weeks ago, and it just kind of mm. went up in my head. And oftentimes we can overlook that. But, man, if, to your point, that was that propelled you. <laughs> what yeah. would have happened if, if, if that never came into play? So, nah, yeah. man, I'm I'm appreciative. And that was very reflective. I appreciate that. Yeah, nah, bro. I'm telling you, it didn't it be so dope, bro. Like, you just hit your, you said your line, brother, up. Like, and it's like, man, you know, I was just reminiscing the other day, man. I really appreciate you for doing X, Y, and Z. Like, bro, that's probably going to make his day. Because he probably be like, man, this happened five, six, seven years ago. Like, who would have thought you were thinking about that right now? You know what I'm saying? Like, because uh, for me, like in that moment, of course, I I thanked him. I thanked him for, you know, buying me the suit. But it's like, how often do we actually thank our mentors for like their advice, their stewardship, like really being there for us when we need them? Like, obviously, you know, like. In my example, where I'm like, he paid my tuition. Of course, I'm thankful as ever. I'm like, hey, <laughs> I appreciate you, big dog. You know what I'm saying? But like, when was the last time that we just sent somebody a text like, hey, like, I appreciate you. You are love. Like, you are appreciated, man. Thank you for being you. Like, like a lot of times we don't do that. And especially as men, man, because sometimes you don't want to seem soft or, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you just got too much pride most of the time. But one of my biggest or one of my sayings is vulnerability is strength. Like a, a second of vulnerability, a second of vulnerability can make somebody's day as simple as sending them a text like, man, thank you for that tie that you gave me with that book. Like, again, like it may be small to you, but like to them, like it means the world because they're like, man, who would have thought that Marcus or if he called you Stanley was thinking about this 
so many years after it's happened. So, man, I, I definitely think that you should you should reach out to bro and just be like, man, thank you for that. Got to. Nah, I'm, I'm definitely going to. I'm definitely going to. But just kind of recapping our conversation, man. And, of course, we we, we started with, with grandfather. We started with that pillar, really helped build us up and mold us and pour into us and be the prime example. And we really tra- translated it and that transformed mentorship and taking on new mentors in different walks and different lights. And um, I, we definitely hit on a few different points. Um, and recapping, I think it's vital to have a mentor in a couple of different areas of life. Um and what I mean by that, I have a mentor who helps me from like a financial investment standpoint. I have a mentor who helps me from a mental health standpoint. I have a mentor that helps me from a nonprofit standpoint. And again, I don't think you can never have too many mentors. Um, and really, it's mentorship is a consistent state of life, man. And even talking to my dad every day, man, that's that's a prime mentor. And I, I let him know I'm, I'm beyond appreciative. And it's so vital to give those flowers to those mentors and people who have been vital to you. And again, be sure to reciprocate and pay it forward. Because you wouldn't have got here to where you wouldn't have got to where you are today without those past experiences and that engagement. And I'm a firm believer, and I rather learn from you busting your butt than bust my butt and tell you about it. We like, damn, we we had the same experience. Nah, yeah, I'm trying exactly. To- <laughs> exactly, bro. It's funny that you say that because, like, man, the you mentioned the various mentors. Like, I got a real estate mentor. I got a mental health mentor. I got man. uh, a personal development, I guess you want to call it. And then like the crazy part is, is like, you know, you mastermind markets. Some of those, some of those mentors can be your friends too. And a lot of people don't, don't even tap into it like that because, because man, Chuck, like man, Chuck, he, he probably uh two years older than me, but like, bruh, bruh got some stuff, man. Bruh got some stuff. Like we was talking yesterday. <laughs> we was talking yesterday because we, we got this flip. You know, we were talking about this flip mm-hmm. that we have um on the south side of Chicago. And he said that like one of his brothers had like was just pretty much giving him very constructive criticism about like how Chuck wasn't doing what he should have been doing with the flip. And it was just so funny because like Chuck was like, man, like I was a little hurt, but I was more grateful that he was giving me this game. And it's just like, bro, that's what it's all about. Like, yeah, you could be a little bit frustrated that somebody calling you out for, you know messing up but like at the end of the day like you should be grateful that they're giving you this game because like now you have the the information to go forward and not make that same mistake that you was making and I think that's the most vital part of mentorship because it's like it's one thing for me to sit here and give you game and give you gems and and pour life into you but you not hearing me or you not comprehending what I'm saying because you go out and do the exact same thing you were doing prior to coming to me about the mistake that you made so man that's one thing about because you mentioned about being a reciprocal, uh, like it's one thing to like be a mentor. Then you also are being a mentee, but then it's like the people that you mentor too. It's like, I guess, matter of fact, I, let's, let's, let's do it this way. So understanding the importance of mentorship, like how have you taken that into, you know, roots and all the other things that you are doing? Like, how do you use the information that you've gotten from your mentors to now pour into the next generation? To be hands-on, man, we have a, a sincere each one, teach one. And just to paint a quick picture, uh, again, we have the board, we have the executive team, and then we have the college e-board, and then the college students who serve as mentors. The executive team is pointing to the college students. The board's pointing to the executive team. So it's, it's and then again, a lot of our uh, students who start with us in elementary, they may go to middle, high, and then they actually transition to being a mentor. So it's about the continuous development. So 
I'm beyond transparent. Again, that's something that we really highlighted. I share my flaws with my customers. I let them know why I messed up, right? I, I talk about where I would be financially if I didn't have a daughter early in college and the different sacrifices that have came with that, you know? So again, really just being forth, forth front and really offering a listening ear, man. I can't tell you how after we had a couple of different mental health forms and then some of the mentors were like, yo, can I rap with you? Like, that touched me, but this is why I really am. And again, not judging, not throwing shots, not not throwing shade by any means, but literally sitting down, giving you a safe space to talk, hearing you out, and then giving you my honest opinion. Um, to your point, ma- making that conversation with, with Chuck and his brother, he might not have wanted to hear that, but he's appreciative of the yeah, <laughs> you know I me mean? yeah. of, of the of the transparency. And for me, that's what Jeff May was too, man. Like again, he like, yo, young brother, you doing your thing, but. Da da da, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And 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 it was the dots in which I really hung on more too. And he always told me, "True to me, spit out the bone." You gonna have people you work with that you don't like. You gonna have, you know, what I'm saying, people you have to engage with and things of that nature. And appreciate all the blessings, appreciate all the positive elements, but the negative. Don't let that detour you from your mission. Yeah. And that's kind of why why I am and how I push push through the, the college students, man. So realizing the bigger picture at hand making the sacrifices and continue to push forward. But yeah, my mentor definitely played a vital role in, in that element, man. But um, again, in, in recap, and I really want your thoughts. Just from my conversation with, with mentorship, with role models, with the foundation, right? Tell me how this is something we can continue just, just to pay it forward. How are you paying it forward today? And again, what what are what were the nuggets uh, from the conversation which you, you gave? Man, just like, man, similar to what you just said, man, being able to listen like and i'm talking about like actively listening and understanding what a person is telling you when they need advice because i think a lot of times like as a mentor or as someone that is in a different position or as a, as an an elder right you think you just know it you know you think you just got this information you got the game so you just want to give the game that you think a young brother might need or sister might need but in reality like they'll be coming to you and telling you exactly what it is that they need. And going back to my situation where I had the mentor and I was, you know, still in for whatever reason. But when he he came back to me, he asked me, like, like, what made you feel the need to do X, Y and Z? And we had a real constructive conversation about it. And he once I once we, you know, kind of talked about it, he was like, nah, bro, I, like, I completely understand where you're coming from. This is what we need to do going forward. And, you know, just pretty much, man, paying it forward, man, being transparent. With, with the youth or with the person that you're advising. And uh, yeah, man, lev- never losing sight of the overall picture. And there's a there's a, a, a quote, man, you know, I'm real big on my quotes. But even, this, <laughs> even what you were saying, man, it's like, even with all the adversity that you go through with or without a mentor, uh, you can't have a testimony without a test. So a lot of times, like these different things that, you know, we go through is really just to set us up for greater things. Um, and sometimes, you know, the mentor might literally tell you not to do that thing, but it's just like, man, you needed that test. So later you can have a testimony to tell one of the, you know, other youth. So mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. Well, hey, family, uh, one of one of, one of the, the first and we're only going to build from here, man. But sincerely, uh, just getting to know us a little bit more, man. We thought it was beyond vital to have conversations about our foundation and in conversation, realize our grandfather were pillars of that. So our goal is to just continue to be a pillars and stewards of pushing positivity, man. So that's what we're here to do. And hopefully and sincerely, we we would hope that you took some nuggets from the conversation and you can apply it to your mentorship, 
uh, whether it's spiritual, whether it's physical, and and and, and my and my good brother James <laughs> Lingo, but yes, sin sincerely, man, it's something to gain from this conversation. That's what we're all about. So, as always, man, thank y'all for tapping in with us, and let's continue to grow together, family. We appreciate y'all sincerely.